Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dead and Married. I'm Ashley. I'm Travis. I just said Dead and Married. I meant to say Pillow Talk because this is like our once a month show, but I'm used to doing Dead and Married all the time. Yep. At any rate, carry this on. Is, this is <laughs> this is Pillow Talk. We'll muscle through it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a very special guest today who has not been in the house. C'est moi. It's Aiden. Hi. I'm back. Technically, he has been in the house, but Aiden has been adulting lately. And that is every weekend, so we don't get to see our butt. Our butt. We don't get to see our butts as much. What? Where are you going with this? I can't talk. We don't get to see our boy as much anymore as we're accustomed to, and it really sucks. As we speak, here in two hours, I am to be clocked in and start on my shift. Yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I have to deal with idiots all day. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much the workforce in general. Yep. <laughs> that's all he has. That's, yep. all I've, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all right, well, then I have a question. Why are people so dumb? Uh... I don't work with dumb people. That's that's the, the crux of this, is that being where I am in the hospital, we're all collectively a bunch of smart people. That's not to say that and we... And modest people. Very no, modest. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> talking I'm talking about in general, okay? Working in a lab is different than <laughs> delivering beer. I'm oh, just oh, saying. God damn. <laughs> I'm just saying. Throwing rocks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but that's not to say that people, I don't want to call people stupid a lot of time, but it's not because they're actually stupid. It's because I'm angry. So mm. yeah, not a lot of stupidity going on. More is just when the hospital gets kind of crazy, we all get a little overwhelmed at times and then it's easy to make. I don't want to say mistakes because we don't really make like serious mistakes that would cost someone their life, but it's more like just... Uh, I forgot today's date. I forgot what my name is. I forgot to, you know, it's it's stuff like that. But I, I'm sure there are other people in the lab that would beg to differ. That's just my personal opinion. But wh- why do you say that, Aiden? Because uh, I have to deal with people who don't, who can't follow simple instructions or apparently read. Okay, uh, I'm going to take a time to make it, to give you the information that me and dad normally have on this show. Mm. You're not allowed to name your company. Correct. You're you're only I allowed said people do not name your co-workers <laughs> just you can say what you do but you cannot say where you do it we don't want to get sued <laughs> you'd want in this cup although my job would probably not be hard to track down <laughs> no i really wouldn't <laughs> But yeah, I, I have to deal with people who can't read or keep track of a list or know what I told them five minutes ago. So I think you should clarify you're not making fun of people who cannot read. I'm not. This is not, you're not poking fun at illiteracy? No, I, I am in fact just po- <laughs> poking fun at people who are actually legitimately entirely capable and have been educated, but seem to be incapable nonetheless. Like, I know he's gone to school. I know he can read. He's just not, and so he's stupid. Okay. No judgment, right? anything <laughs> nothing but judgment despite what has been said i'm judging them very harshly judgy judging. okay taking all of that off the table how are you enjoying having your first job what's that what's that been like i'm not getting paid as much as i deserve okay it took you two months <laughs> two months to get to that point i think 
it's been longer than that. Uh, has, it been that? has it been three? Three months? Yeah. Took you three months to decide you're not getting paid your worth? Yeah. <laughs> well, because I'm essentially a management position at this point, but I don't get a management position's perks, benefits, or paycheck. Or hours, for that matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Care to it's... elaborate, though? Because here's here's what I'm, I'm asking you, like, mm-hmm. what's it like? Like, this is your... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't I... know what you're trying to say. It's exhausting. <clears throat> it's horribly and terribly exhausting. And if I never work another day in my life, I will be very depressed because I do like getting paid. <laughs> Money is nice. Money is good. You've enjoyed getting paychecks. Money is the root of all evil. Well, and you seem to work really hard. Well, because why wouldn't I? It's what I'm getting paid to do. I know. I'm just... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I'm how trying to give conversation here and you guys are not working with how, me. How old are you? 17. Okay. So you, you work really hard because that's what you get paid to do. Yeah. I just listen to a lot of crap all the time about these young kids. Um, I, and it's usually an old guy that's sitting there not doing anything, complaining about the old kids that, or the young kids that are over there working. And I don't I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've noticed the patterns that people will say that and then they will spend their entire shift doing these squares. Square root jack shit. I, I mean, just I run into a lot of people that that say, "Well, this younger generation doesn't know how to work." But the thing is, is that the ones that I see are working while you're standing around complaining about how they don't work. There is an age group. <laughs> there is an age group there, however, that they're not kids. They're adults. They're somewhere between my age and your age. And yeah, they're they kind of they're kind of lazy. <laughs> but the really young guys we've got that I work with, I mean, shit, they work their butts off. So I get the crux of Aiden's position on this though, because I'm another one of those people that when I go in, I don't want to be sitting and doing nothing. I Mm-mm. I don't want to feel like I'm just running the clock out because if I'm just sitting there and doing nothing, the first thought that goes through my head is I could be cleaning house. I could be crocheting. I could be catching up on shows. I could be making stuff. I could be getting a jump start on dinner. There's a whole bevy of things I could be doing. I could be having my mom's meat bar right now. <laughs> See? That's not a dirty. That really does. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of things that I could be doing instead of just sitting, waiting for a doctor's order to come. Yeah. In. See, for me, I like I just stay busy. I like to stay busy because we work twelve-hour shifts, and if you don't have a lot going on for twelve hours, because uh, sometimes it works, it's light. Sometimes we don't have a lot going on. Then twelve hours lasts about three and a half years. Oh my god, I hate and I hate that so much. Like the day just drags and, on. I prefer to just stay busy all day. Yeah, yeah an hour can feel like twelve sometimes. Like it's ridiculous yeah. if you have absolutely nothing to do. That being said, I'm not a fan of people going into the emergency room because they have a cough or because their foot hurts. Now, you know. <clears throat> yeah, now for my job there is a, mine's a little different. I don't have mine's not traditional, right? We can kind of start whenever we want mm-hmm. <laughs> to a point and you're done when you get done, right? Uh, and other people, I guess, pace themselves better to kind of fill out their day. But there's, I mean, there's plenty of them that just sit around and do nothing and get paid for it. They just ride the clock. But um, because because I like to just keep going and stay busy, I run into this problem like I had Friday where I just keep on trucking and then my last stop is a bar that doesn't get there till four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, well, fuck, now I've got to spend, because I did not pace myself, I'm going to have to spend, you know, an hour and a half sitting in a parking lot waiting for somebody to show up. Yeah. yeah. The thing is you can, I mean, I know that there's people who would be happy to be able to sit on their phone for however long or whatever. I can't do I that. Don't. I don't. Uh... I, I mean, I run out of 
shit to look at. Like whenever I was working overnight and I didn't have anything to do, I would carry my crochet with me. That way I would have something to do because you can organize the lab all you want, but that's not going to take your entire shift. Right. You can clean, but that's not going to take that long. But yeah, I can't sit and scroll through Instagram for mm-hmm. hours. I can't. I can't do it. I get bored. No, usually I'll organize my truck, yep. get everything ready for when I do go back to the back to the warehouse and have to unload. Um, but yeah, I do that and I'm like, well, that's that's awesome. That took 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've exactly. still got an hour left. What the fuck am I yeah. going to do? And there, there, so I run into the same thing, but there is an added, two added points of difficulty because morning shift likes to do this thing where they drag ass their entire shift and then I get there and it's, oh, we are so far behind what we need to do. Uh, their job's not even half done and I still have to do mine. Great. Yeah. And then whenever I like actually like just get to it like get my shit done as fast as possible pedal to the metal then i hit those slumps where it's like okay unless something new comes in i can't even get ready for new orders because the minute i start my boss is gonna get mad at me for making extra we're gonna have to toss that out no we won't i've got two hours left in my shift we're gonna need this why like i can't even do stuff to fill in the time that i'm doing jack shit great (laughs) so that's something that i've run into at my job that i i don't that I can't understand. So I spent a lot of years in a leadership position and I've never had with what I did. If, if it was due on Friday and it wasn't already done by like Tuesday, you were late. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every, the expectation was that everything got done early. That that's yeah. just, you had to stay ahead because we had so much going on that if you were, if you were trying to do stuff and just get it done on the date that it was due, you were going to fall behind. Mm-hmm. And there were so many things coming behind that thing that needed to be done that once you got behind it, Jesus, it was hard to catch up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you get in the habit of just like staying ahead. Yeah, that's what I do. And I just from Aiden talking about where he works and their attitudes toward things and and where I work and I don't, I don't you have leadership but I don't think they do a lot of planning. <laughs> but we have things uh, where I work that could be made a lot easier, but when you talk to leadership about it they're like, "Oh, I don't I don't know." Like, "No, no, this will be easier. It'll help us get done faster. It's all good." Oh, I don't know. And I can't decide if they just don't understand the value of prep and getting ahead mm-hmm. um, and that it's okay to do something early if you are able to do it or if it's just like, they just really don't want to have to put forth the effort on their end. Yeah. And that's really frustrating. Yeah. You know something that had like really it peeved <clears throat> me off first about Aiden's job but then I discovered that this too happens in my job recently. Mm-hmm. So I remember you telling us because because you're in the food industry now most kids mm-hmm. high school kids that's their job mm-hmm. and I remember asking when you were going to get a break, you know, and you told me you didn't get breaks. And I was like, bullshit. If you work six hours, you get 30 minutes, right? That's what it's like at my job. More people, most people get an hour. A typical lunch break's an hour, but I am finding more and more that a lot of places only offer 30 minutes or in Travis's case, you just don't take one at all. Um, But then, you know, you were saying you you sit for an hour and a half depending on a place. So you've got time to squeeze in eating something. that usually falls at the end. Yeah. Um, I've got one day a week where I, I usually knock out all my morning stuff pretty early and then I've got an hour gap, hour and a half gap in between that and when all the afternoon places start opening. Because um, typically a lot of my bars, they don't they don't show up before about three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, I've got some time in between. But as far as like stopping at lunchtime and taking a lunch like normal people would, no, you, you can't. They don't tell us that we can't do that. But if you do that, you will be behind. <laughs> so yeah. Y'all get lunch breaks? You just keep, <laughs> no, not officially. <clears throat> pretty much you just keep running until you're far enough ahead that you've got, you know, 20, 30 minutes to eat whatever you stuck in your lunchbox. Well, here's the deal. With the current hours that I get, I 
do not get a lunch break. But we place such importance on people getting a break um, that nobody gets mad if I go and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go grab this and I'm going to eat in the, I'm going to hurry up and shove this down my throat in the next five minutes. Nobody's going to tell you, no, you can't eat. You, somebody's like, go eat, go get something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember you telling me that, no, that is not the case at your job. You get no break whatsoever. And I was like, that's bullshit because you're, a, I mean, you're a man, <laughs> but you're a child at the same time. You're still a minor. So he's a just, man child. Yeah, he's a man child. Yeah. <laughs> so that just seems wrong to me that you can't even get a couple of at least split 15 minute breaks, you know? So the reason that Especially is. Especially when there's people there that fucking smoke. Yeah. So the reason that is, is because, um, well, unfortunately, customers are sentient. I hate those bastards because the minute that I decide, <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to have something. Like, maybe we've made a mistake somewhere, we've got extra, whatever. Uh, no, I have to scarf down whatever I got my grubby little hands on in 30 seconds because the minute those assholes know that I've sat down or that I have begun to eat, we're going to get like 20 orders. So you Just said, laid straight you out. said sentient? I think you meant psychic. That one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah all humans technically are that first one. You know I can't English. (laughs) Anyway, but no, this week I discovered um, by pure accident that because we we have a cafeteria, right? That everybody goes and has lunch in every day. Mm -hmm. Um, Doctors are not allowed or not allowed. Doctors do not have to pay for their lunch. We all do. Now, provided we get a little bit of a discount, but the food in our cafeteria is not cheap. So help me understand this because I'm having a hard time. You're coming around to where I'm at. Highest paid positions in the hospital get their lunch for free. Yes. And the people who make the least have to pay for theirs. Yes. Oh, oh, hold on. You mean like my managers? That's... That's fucked up. It is. It is. I'm like, these these men and women can literally afford this and then some. And most of us are using our entire paycheck to have food and drinks and coffee. That's messed up. That sounds like our that sounds like our government. He who hath the greatest funds shall receiveth thy greatest tax brackets or tax cuts. It's so screwed (laughs) up. I'm not saying that we have to get it for free because I understand that there's hundreds of us that work for this facility. I can guarantee you they are charging the patients 10 times what that food's worth i'm they could give you lunch and still make money yeah Yeah. that's probably um, and in fact i think one of my coworkers said something to that effect like if you want to charge the patients for food fine but the people who work hardest for you you can't you know like we'll do something every so often like we'll have an appreciation week where we might get like burgers or hot dogs or something like that or they'll come around with a snack cart and, hey, we're going to give you fruit or we're going to give you chips or whatever. And you're like, yay, could you do this every day? So <laughs> my job does that too. But they do this thing where it's like, so we're going to be doing hamburgers and hot dogs or we're going to order pizza or whatever. And it's going to be uh, between like 11 and 2.30. And so if you if you do the grocery store convenience size store side of the business, then that's not a problem for you to be back before that's over. But all of us that do bars and restaurants are looking at each other like, my last stop doesn't get there until Right. I'm and because they just don't give a shit because nearly every event that my company has, they schedule it at times when it's not possible. They did our fucking open enrollment meeting when we weren't we weren't couldn't be there. Yeah. So like none of us got to go to the benefits meeting and open enrollments over on Tuesday. Yeah. Um. Every now and again, my manager ever so graciously provides us with something free. Like, yeah, bought something for the crew. It's like, all right, when'd you buy it? An hour ago. And my shift doesn't end in three hours. I guess I'll be eating it cold. I appreciate 
appreciate the thought. What I would appreciate more is free lunch, considering that I get paid $9.50 an hour, and as such a meal at this establishment costs me an hour of my life. Post discount. Wow. I just thought it was Great. really screwed up that they wouldn't even give you water for free. Like, you still have to pay for How do you not water. get free water? Even we get free water. Even we get free water. Tech technically, you can get free water if you are willing to drink it from the sink. Who wants to do that here in Cranberry, Texas? Not me. I, I don't know. I feel so like I could So they survive. don't have a soda machine with water coming out of it? They do. I guarantee you that's tap water. Yeah, you, you have to pay for it. It's tap water. You still have to. Like, even even the customers pay for that. That's, Who fucking charges for water? That is so water? ridiculous. That is a basic human need. I mean, most places, if you go, most restaurants, I think, if you go and you order water, it's free. Yes. <laughs> I just don't get it. So I said, even we get water for free there, wow. and it's not tap water. Yeah, I mean, you we have like these little, it's almost like a soda machine that mm -hmm. we have in every station of the hospital for patients to have water and ice and all that, and we go and get our water for yeah. there. Yeah, so we do get ice for free. Now, the biggest bitch amongst most of us is that is the soda machine in the cafeteria. We feel at the very least we should be able to get <laughs> drinks for free. No. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like. Are you fucking kidding? So I know everybody out there is like, okay, but you can bring water from home. You can bring your food from home. No big deal or whatever. My my bitch was just that the people who can afford it don't have to. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't compute. And then for people like me who spend their entire shift in a hot kitchen all day, so I'm going to need something to drink at some point in time. Because even if I bring like three bottles of water, they're all dead by probably a couple hours before my shift ends. Yeah. And so I get to the point where it's, okay, so... So I could just tough it out and nearly pass jet pass out from heat exhaustion when I get home, or I could pay the extra buck eight for a drink. I'll go with heat well, exhaustion. Now that's that's one thing that I will say for my company is that like during the summer they did make sure that we had bottled water and stuff like that. Yeah, that they, that they were giving us. It just um, doesn't. Yeah. But I mean, shit. During the summer, when you're doing what we were doing, I mean, if, when you're down stack, when you're stacking kegs in a parking lot and it's 110 degrees, you better have two or three gallons of water with you because you'll. Yeah. you'll I've, I had a few moments this summer where I was like, ah, this is it. I'm gonna I'm gonna die in this parking lot. Being surrounded but, by being surrounded by ovens and grease, but they doesn't are, do much better. They are pretty good about providing fluids, even if those fluids contain alcohol. They're still pretty. <laughs> Speaking of which, instead of sitting here bitching about what we do, hey, I have one more bitch on that subject. Oh Me too. This is not why people listen, so we complain about work That's, for twenty this, minutes. This is not what we why <clears throat> we do this. We do it because this is our family time to spend together, and you know, do we do we need to make another podcast <laughs> specifically regulated to just daily and bitching? It'll be called what really grinds my gears take this job and <laughs> shove it <laughs> Anyway, no, uh, you remember last month I was talking about the hoverer, the, the mm -hmm. guy that's just right, like, again, another one who gets his job finished so quick that he has nothing to do for the next seven to eight hours, right? Because none of us work an eight-hour shift. Um, this week, I was I was just flabbergasted because not only did he not really hover, like he really backed off, when he would be in the event that he didn't have anything to do, he would help us do something something useful. Like if he sees you carrying something that's a little heavy or you're carrying a lot, here, let me get that for you. Or I see that you have a lot of specimens here right now. Let me go run these back to the to chemistry for you. Yay! Helpful stuff. Things that are helping me out so that I my job can go smoother. That was terrific. And I it was like he switched places with another coworker I have. So this other person who is normally really sweet, you can sit and have long conversations and well I mean not that we really sit and have long conversations 
questions, but you could. That's the thing. Sweet, sweet person. This week, it, there's, oh, I can't even say what we're doing because I, I just don't want it to get back. But this yeah, person was, was really flustered this week with, with their particular uh, department and was mad that we were slow and not helping her when none of us know how to do her job. So I was frustrated because I'm going, okay, when I am just running ragged to death with, I need to get blood from 10 different rooms in an hour. I don't go say, hey, person who does this entirely different thing, come help me draw blood. Why? Because that's not their job. They don't know how to do that job. Why I was expected, because I felt a little singled out and targeted with everybody that I was there with. Felt like I was getting kind of singled out here. It's like, I don't know how to do your job. Why are you coming down on me? So I came home and Aiden was bitching about work. And then I started telling him about my day. And out of nowhere, Aiden goes, I may not know my flowers, but I know a bitch when I see one. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? And he's like, you've never heard that before? You've never seen that before? And I was like, no, I haven't. (laughs) So Aiden shows me this clip from this film called Gay Deceivers, which the title alone just cracked me up so bad. And and it made me think, the whole entire clip made me think about how I was that day at work because I was so pissed off that somebody was fucking destroying my peonies. Correction, marigolds. My God, she's right. They're marigolds. (laughs) We need to watch that movie. Oh, man. And it's from the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, Which is crazy. It's like 1969. But I walked around all day yesterday going, you dirty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I've decided from now on when anybody wrongs me, it's going to be you dirty bitch. So oddly enough, our bitches are in in a similar vein uh, because it's the same thing for me. I have made eye contact with somebody doing jack shit, most namely my manager who knows how to help me. Or the guy on cut table who knows how my job works. And rather than help, we will just make direct eye contact as they go straight out front to go, like, have lunch or something. Yeah. Great. I'm 12 orders behind and you couldn't even, like, you you really are the kind of person that doesn't even do a man the courtesy of a reach around. And I can't stand that. Yeah, I hate it when I'm getting flustered and the other person in the apartment looks at me like, sucks for you. <laughs> Good luck with that. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> I, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> I've got plenty to say, but... You may not know your flowers, but you know a bitch when you see one. Well, I also know that there are some people that I work with that listen to this show, so... <laughs> wow, plenty, um, of, plenty of people I work with I, listen uh, to it, too. <laughs> I hate it when you're talking to a supervisor and you're asking them a question like, hey, I need help with this, and they ask you. They look you in the face and say, well, what do you want me to do about it? Help? I, I don't know. Let's let's pretend you're in charge. Let's start there. Let's pretend that you're the person running this shit and that you have an answer for something. For the love of God, please have the answer for something. Um, yeah. Adulthood, am I right? Uh, yeah. And and all of us, not just three of us, but all of us as a society, are struggling to make ends meet right now for all of these grievances. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, moving on. All right. So <laughs> now that we're done bitching about work. Actually, this is kind of about my work. So there's a beer that only comes out once a year, and I wait for it. I dream of it. One beer to rule them all? One beer to rule them all. And it's Tup's Full Grown Jack. It's an imperial stout. It's a pumpkin beer. 12.1% alcohol, and it's fantastic. And I'm having it right now. Right now. Can I just say that everything with pumpkin flavor is not created equal? They're not. I've had many pumpkin beers, and this one's far superior. I think it's the amount of alcohol that's in it that makes you think it's superior, because... (laughs) 
My good friend uh, Nikki the other day she she wanted a pumpkin spice coffee at the normal place that she goes to get her coffee every day, <sighs> and it's not something they do all the time. Obviously, like Starbucks only does it once a year or whatever, and they had it on their menu. So she's like, "Oh, I'll get some pumpkin spice." I don't know what these people did, but I swear to God, it was like pureed pumpkin mixed with coffee. No sweetener, no no nothing, but you could chew it. It was it was so bitter and so just dense that That's it was like sounds disgusting. I really feel like I could chew this coffee. I I mean I couldn't literally, but you felt like you could. It was very grainy. Oh, and... just like those absolutely disgusting pulp gulpers. You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. Why does that sound like <laughs> that that sounds I think more explanations needed. Yeah pulp gulper. <laughs> yeah, the kind of people Wait, who... no, maybe less explanations. <laughs> The kind of people who, like, go out and get orange juice specifically with pulp or, like, extra pulp, you disgust me. Well, oh. I guess that I disgust you. You do. Well, anyway. You know what you like, even though I'm fully boycotting Chick-fil-A because of everything they stand for or don't stand for, rather, you drink their lemonade that is full of pulp. Yes. So what's the difference? Just lemonade. Specifically <laughs> lemonade. Oh Rest God. of it, you guys disgust me. I don't want to be able to chew. We disgust you or we disgust you? Disgust. Both. I don't want to be. We discuss how disgusted we are. I don't want to be able to chew on my drink. So anyway. <laughs> full grown Jack. They, well, they make a whole full grown series and they're all Imperial Stouts and they're all amazing. Um, I I got to, we got to figure out a way to get one of these to Bill legally. How, yeah. I, I think, he's, say, a how big, do you I think he's a big fan of dark beer. The problem is this stuff's made in McKinney, Texas. Yeah. So it's just, it's north of Dallas and you can't mail alcohol, which is a, fucked up. Okay. You it should really build, is. You should be able to mail beer to whoever you want to mail beer to. Um, yeah. So that means you can't, you couldn't even like order it online because I don't think they have it up there. You package it right. You can always commit mail fraud. Well, I think Bill and Zena are still coming down next month. I'm not entirely sure. Well, then so. I need to snatch some of this up. Yeah. Yeah. So that we can send it back with. I'm not sure. But that is a, that is a good segue into uh, some big news that we have. Speaking of Bill and Zena, the film that we participated in group over the summer, it went to festival in New York City. I can't remember the name of the festival right now. It's killing me, but I have slept. And not only that, now we are up for a couple of nominations for best director and for best film. So that is exciting news. Like I'm, I'm so proud of everybody, all the cast and crew and Bill and Zena, like Bill trying so hard to get this film made and Zena, I will say for me personally, Zena was the heart of that project because that woman did fucking everything, like everything. And it, Travis and I got exhausted just watching her the couple of days that we were there. It was unreal. So you watch I'm, her run back and forth. I'm like, I need a nap. <laughs> yeah. But we're, we're so damn proud of everybody and all the friends that we made and all that. And I, w- I want to say getting to see this, the, the title card of this film is dedicated to London Lewis was, that's an experience. I don't know that it, it could ever be replicated ever to see. I mean, it sucks. The circumstances we had to have something like that happen in our lifetime, but getting to see it and knowing how much um, these people that we haven't known that long care for us and our family is just, I don't know how to articulate it. No. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. It was interesting being on set. We've talked about that before. Yeah. About being on set. So yeah. it was interesting. And yeah, good job. <laughs> 
don't know what else to say. I'm just, fingers crossed, we hope that, that Bill gets all of it. Our good friend Michael Lake, who was a cast member in group, he's actually got more than one thing at that festival right now. I saw right that. He, he was nominated for, for something on there. For like a few things. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty incredible too. So congratulations to Bill, Zena, all the rest of the group cast, and to Michael for very good, great work. Yeah. So speaking of movies, I don't feel like we've really watched many. <laughs> I mean- no, We've been watching Hell's Kitchen. Let's just be honest. And we don't know where the lamb sauce is. We have been looking desperately for the lamb sauce. It's raw. Yeah. No, what I was going to say was as, as far as like actually going to see new films, right? Because uh, Aiden and I went to go see Saw X when it came out. Very good. I'm very happy with, with what came out. Travis opted to not go watch it for some reason. Because I don't really care for the Saw movies. But this is our job. This is what we do, man. Okay. And plus, I love them and you're supposed, you supposedly love me. I do. So, just saying. But I don't know. I think, uh, I think it, Aiden and I went to see Spiral alone when it came out too so yes. it kind of became our thing I guess so me and Aiden went again to watch it but you went to see Five Nights at Freddy's this week how was that if you have no idea what the hell is going on with that you're not gonna enjoy it I'm gonna warn you beforehand you're gonna have no idea what's going on you're gonna have no attachment to the movie it will mean exactly jack shit to you so what you should do is instead go go watch Willy's Wonderland starring <laughs> Nicolas Cage or don't because it's very similar I think I've uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but if you do have at least a basic understanding of the story behind them all and whatnot, like you know, my entire entire childhood was in Shire. What the hell is in Shire? <laughs> um, then... Hobbits, hobbits are in the Shire. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but um, then I would recommend that you go see it because if nothing else, our fantastic Lord and Savior, Matthew Patrick. Uh, Matthew Patrick? Yes. Who's Matthew Patrick? The patron of Game Theory. Oh. Um, see, I thought you were going to say Matthew Lillard because he is also our Lord and Savior. No. <laughs> I thought it was Keanu Reeves. Uh, we have many yeah. in this house. I think Gordon Ramsay's been added to the list. <laughs> or is hey, that just a yes daddy thing with me and Aiden? Uh, it's uh, just you two. Anyways... <laughs> Um, well, that just threw both of you off. Didn't yeah, it? yeah. It Matthew did. Patrick, you were saying Matthew Patrick. Uh, he, That's a theory. Yeah, a, a game, game theory. theory. <laughs> he has just the shortest little cameo in it, which filled my heart with joy. Um, it's it's a fun experience. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's was a staple of you and London's childhood. Yep. Like I can remember hours and hours and hours of you guys logging in time or me having to download each new version every single time it came out that was a big deal so and see i'm kind of i'm kind of surprised that markiplier wasn't in the movie yeah i've never, too, I've never heard of this yeah. other guy but from what i understand his early on his almost his entire channel was built on five nights at freddy's wasn't he was it? he was the king of five nights i know at freddy's. and he wasn't in the movie but here's i think he was making his movie iron long i think at the same time yeah here's the thing you know him from food theory and i know him from film theory i don't know what food theory is oh my what? gosh <clears throat> we have watched it together before he was talking about the most cost-effective pizza once remember oh that guy yes yeah that okay guy. i haven't watched him that much though no i'm just saying that we have watched different channels yeah, yeah, of yeah. his yep so i can't help but feel like london probably would have really loved it absolutely so was that did that i don't know it it, it was not a movie i was in a hurry to go see just for that reason so mm -hmm. did that make it a harder watch for you <sighs> 
it took a minute to get the courage to go watch it, I guess. But um, I kind of just took the approach of leave that shit at the door. Go in, enjoy the movie, think about it when you get out. Mm. I yeah. I don't know. It's been it's been weird, and as the holidays get closer, it's gonna get tougher because the official six month, I guess, mm-hmm. was on my birthday. Was yeah. so my birthday will forever be exactly six months from the date. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like we watched, she and I watched college football together. She was a big Georgia fan and I was a big Alabama fan. Roll Tide. And <laughs> Roll Tide. Uh, we had kind of a rivalry going there and I haven't watched any college ball this year at yeah. all. Um, but now I've thought about that. Like she would really like, back to kind of Markiplier. She was a huge fan of Markiplier. Like yeah. she oh, watched yeah. his stuff all the time. And I think Iron Lung would be a movie that she would, would be really excited. I think actually she's the one that told me he was making it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Like I want to go watch it, but I don't know. Yeah. Because I know she watched... really liked it. Was it Markiplier? space <laughs> yeah i haven't watched a lot of markiplier either like it's even hard to hear his voice sometimes because yeah i'm used to it permeating from her bedroom or like I, I still do the mom thing where i go check on everybody in the middle of the night to make sure everybody's asleep everybody's still breathing normally and it's really weird to go by aiden and isabel's doors and not hear markiplier coming from the bottom of her door or jack septic guy screaming yeah or sam and colby i hate my hat <laughs> put your little hat on you put your little hat on. <laughs> she watched some of the weirdest stuff. She did. She did. And going back to Gordon Ramsay, this was the thing that were like, man, she would have just been all in for this. She would have loved it. She would have wanted to know where the lamb sauce <laughs> she was would. too. I think my favorite thing that, that Chef Ramsay, Mr. Ramsay, the, <laughs> Mr. Ramsay, the Ramsay, or like me and Nate say Ramses. Yeah. <laughs> Ramsey the Great that he does is when he gets he gets really mad. He's like, you, 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 come here, fuck off. And I'm like, get out. <laughs> he calls them all up there just so he can tell them to piss off. And I'm like, that's awesome. I know. And I, I was telling, I called my sister and was telling her about it. And she's like, you're just now getting to this party. She's like, that is the love of my life right there. That's my sweetheart. And I'm like, fuck you. No, he's mine. <laughs> Me and yeah. they never rivalry. There was one we were watching it, and like the dude he was eliminating was getting pissed and like pulled his jacket off and walked up on him. And, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. you were and you were like, oh, is he going to hit him? And I'm like, I don't think he cares. Yeah. And he walks up, and Gordon's like, What are you going to do about it, big boy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's like, You think I'm afraid of cameras? Yeah. Or you think I, you think I need cameras here yeah. or whatever? Yeah, it was so it's, great. If you've never seen Hell's Kitchen, <laughs> it's it is entertainment. Yeah, I just I feel so weird because that's all like been since early 2000s and 20s. Some odd years later, we're yeah, just we now getting around to it. Up. <laughs> I don't care. I'm fucking obsessed. And uh, and mash and mash. All of a sudden, yeah. You it took you a, since before you were born to get caught up on that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, I remember growing up in whatever show I happened to be watching at the time would have like mash would come on after, and every time you see that chopper and hear the little somber music, you'd be like, oh, great. No more Saved by the Bell for me. I've got to, you know, change the channel. And for for starters, I had heard Dr. Wolfiela talk about it as being one of his favorite shows of all time. And I don't like to watch Gordon Ramsay without you guys. It feels weird, you know, if we're all particularly invested in a particular group of contestants. So I don't like to watch it without y'all. So I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm out of things to watch. I started trying to watch Twin Peaks, but for obvious reasons, that's way too depressing for me to watch right now. And then I was like, all right, whatever. I'm in medical. Aiden's about to be in medical. Let's just for shits and giggles try MASH. I was obsessed from like the first episode. You know what kills me is that there's all kinds of like medical dramas that are more modern. I don't care. Like like Grey's Anatomy.
Anatomy. I'm never going to watch Grey's Anatomy. That's just the first one I thought of. I'm never going to do that. I mean, there's other and other shows like that. There was a whole string of them that came out, and you were like, nah, I'm watching MASH. You know what? I can tell but you- But Hawkeye Pierce is a god among men. I can tell you- we, We'll come back to that statement. <laughs> I can tell you with 100% confidence, the facility that I work at, nobody's in a relationship with anybody. Nobody's trying to fuck anybody. Nobody's flirting with anybody. Everybody's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to tell you about the huge shit I took yesterday. Like, that's how we are. There is nothing Grey's Anatomy about the hospital okay. I work at. There's nothing MASH about the hospital you're working at. There is also... everybody's fucking everybody on MASH. But everybody drinks. Jen, yes. <laughs> I actually looked at into make it get my own still. It's illegal in Texas. Yeah, of course it I is. I can't... I, even for... Like, if you're not going to sell it, even for private consumption, you can't make... It's illegal to have a still. Yeah, you're not allowed to bootleg alcohol and accidentally what? make your Uncle Jethro blind. No, 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 no. It's like you can't make your own alcohol, period. I was also going to say, Travis... What? That I'm also not working in ER either because we barely have a trauma once in a while and it's because somebody was driving their four-wheeler drunk. That's the, the only amount of trauma we get around there. So, no, I cannot relate to those two shows. However, as you were saying, Pierce, Hawkeye, Alan Alda is a god among men and he is terrific and so is Trapper and I'm pretty sure I would take a bullet for Radar now. So, it's yes. And so I told Aiden he had to, had to, had to watch it with me and now Aiden would rather watch MASH than Gordon Ramsay some nights. I would take a bullet for Radar. Yeah. I think what about Frank? Would. Who's taking a bullet for Frank? No, no one. one. Frank lips? is just taking the bullet. <laughs> and Hot Lips? No one. No, no one. one. Frank, At least, okay. Frank might take a bullet for her. Okay. That's let, about it. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> let's preface this with, we are only in the first season right now. So I'm waiting for Clinger. Characters could change. Well, technically, we've already gotten Clinger. It's oh, just been enough. like a small scene here and a small scene there so far. So yeah, Clinger's awesome. Yeah, my parents watched Mash when I was a kid, so some yeah. of these I've probably seen before. I will say that the show is very of its time. Oh, we... some of the names they have for people in there. <laughs> yes, the way they're credited, it's <laughs> yes. like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't change that when they put it back out. Yeah, but I do also want to preface it with none of this behavior comes from Hawkeye himself. He is an upstanding citizen and yeah i might have a crush on hawkeye uh you might who doesn't i'm pretty sure i don't he's cool though you're alone (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) so so are there any movies coming out that we're excited for yes iron lung thanksgiving yes yes Yes. actually about half of our month of november is going to be kind of a small eli roth's return to horror celebration we've already done green inferno yes we have but he has more movies than just Green Inferno? I can think of two. Okay. Hostel and Cabin Fever. There's also Hostel 2. Did he do that one? <laughs> yes. Oh. But... Hostel 3 is the one he didn't do, right? Right. And that's the worst one. But he also has done this thing here recently where he's made fair that's not necessarily horror because I don't consider Knock Knock to be horror. Um, I consider that... Um, More of a suspense type. Keanu Reeves talking about free pizza. Um, And then he did that Jack Black movie, House with a clock in its walls which i had no interest in watching whatsoever just because it wasn't horror wait a minute so what's what do you mean keanu reeves talking about free pizza do you remember what happened to knock knock keanu reeves got some y- yes was there pizza involved in that <laughs> no he just went on a spiel or did he equate that with free pizza yes he okay. said it was free pizza how was i supposed to turn it down well, i mean that's fair i couldn't turn down free pizza <laughs> i couldn't either no i mean it, the people... especially when it's ana de armas and lorenza iso no 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 they would have to actually have pizza <laughs> Like, you give me the pizza and then you go away because I don't know either one of you. (laughs) 
you you I give mean, me the pizza and then I, I go home. I know I you guys are share not free pizza. I know you guys are not familiar with Anadermis, probably not at all. But um, Lorenzo Izzo would not have to have pizza for me to. How are you doing? So do we need to watch this movie? That that's a chick in the Green Inferno, the main character. Oh yeah, no no no. She pizza. would have to. She no pizza have required. To, she would have to have pizza. Really? No, no pizza. I'm required. hungry. That Chilean goddess would have to have pizza for you. No, I'm hungry. Okay, she would not for me. I'm just saying. No, no pizza. <laughs> anyway, but no. Um, if if everybody kind of remembers back to whenever uh the Grindhouse double feature came out, Planet Terror. Um, what's the second one called? Death Proof. Death Proof. That's right. It, it had oh, Kurt Russell. In Kurt it. Russell. Oh, I have shamed him. Listen, it had Kurt Russell and Rosario <laughs> Dawson in it, so I was. Uh, you in. can keep Rosario Dawson. I'll I keep will. Kurt Russell. I will. Well, which one can grow a beard? Um, Kurt Russell can. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyway, Rosario Dustin doesn't they need had, one. <laughs> they had these kind of mock-up trailers worked in of, you know, coming attractions. And one of those was Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. And I just thought that was the coolest fucking trailer that there was. And, and there was obviously more talent there. You had They had Edgar Wright. They had Rob Zombie. Um, who else did they? I mean, I know Robert Rodriguez directed one, but he also did the mock-up for Machete. And and then he made they made two movies out of that, right? Yes. See, I yes. was hoping they'd make one out of the Nazi werewolves. I just don't know how well that would go. Over. Oh, it would be horrible. <laughs> It'd be a terrible movie, but I would like to watch it. Oh my god! Especially with Nick Cage's Fu Manchu. That would be that, okay. That would be fantastic. I made Aiden watch Prisoners in the Ghostland, and it's pretty awesome. He, it's basically it Nick Cage wearing a gimp suit with explosives strapped to it. Yep. Oh, he's god. also got an explosive strapped to each testicle. Yes. <laughs> And it was fantastic. Oh my gosh. So anyway, anybody that's ever seen that original Thanksgiving, I keep wanting to say Thanksgiving, but that's a separate movie unto itself. Um, I, I'm just, I'm particularly excited for it. It's got a lot of, a lot of, you know, his usual suspects that he casts in his films and stuff. Um, but I'm still excited nonetheless, even though it's probably not going to be nearly as X-rated as that trailer was. I mean, he had the full-on Scary Movie 2 Hollywatha moment with the human turkey thing you don't remember that trailer now i need to watch that aiden was scarred for life (laughs) i was scarred for about five minutes so uh, i'm sure we're gonna watch it the trampoline knife kill i have to say that i am i'm more impressed with eli roth as a person than i am with his films Um, i've heard a lot of people say that I think he's got good ideas and I like that he thinks kind of outside the box, but I love seeing him when he does horror movie documentaries mm-hmm. because he is, he's a film fan, he almost like, a film historian. Yeah. I was going to say, he's like, and don't, don't do it. Don't, don't cut, do it. I know who you're about to compare him to. and It's not fair. Don't cut me off. <laughs> he is. He what? The Quentin Tarantino of oh, horror films. You like he it. is a full on film historian. Yes. And, so. and I, he is so passionate about film. I just, I don't know. I like watching. He did the history of horror. Yes. And I really like, he He knows his shit. He does really he also does. have a thing for feet? Not that I know of. So. He has a thing for frat boys, though, I think. <laughs> anyway, as long kidding. as it's consensual. Um, <laughs> but no, I like hearing him, watching him in documentaries talk about films. Because yes. the dude knows everything. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm going to compare him to Rob Zombie a little bit. I think sometimes his vision doesn't translate to the screen as well as it could or should. I don't agree. You don't agree? No. I think in the way that he might be similar to Rob Zombie is all in the writing. Because I think he has some brilliant ideas and I think that he executes them very well. The issue is, is that he does tend to write kind of the most vapid characters. 
invites terrible people. And it makes you, it makes it hard to root for any of them. So the thing is, is that we all kind of, I, I think, kind of lean towards, we want the stereotypes, right? Where maybe they have some negative qualities, but overall they're likable. And I kind of feel like Rob Zombie writes, and Eli Roth to an extent, they write real people. <laughs> Aiden, you and I <laughs> watched... Because a lot of times real people suck. Mm-hmm. Yes. Aiden, you and I watched Hostel 1 and 2 back to back the other night. How, yeah. how do you feel about it? Uh, I feel like I would rather watch a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know horror is not my thing. I can appreciate his movies. I think they're very well made. At the end of the day, I would rather watch a Quentin Tarantino movie. Well, I get that. I'm saying, how do you feel about those two movies themselves? Like, because you're you're obviously not going to be here when we review the mm-hmm. films we're going to yeah. review. So how do you how did you feel about those two? As far as torture porn goes, it is very well made torture porn. <laughs> you don't know how to elaborate on a subject. This child is our writer. He can go on for pages and pages and pages on a subject. Subject, you ask him about a horror film, you're like, I don't like it. Because <laughs> eh, horror is not a subject I'm like... Super passionate yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. You asked me about a Quentin Tarantino movie, I mean, I could probably write you out a few pages, but... <laughs> so I guess here's my thing, and it's it's both of them, Zombie and Roth, is that they both write Stifler, right? Yeah. American Pie. Except that Rob Zombie writes people, white trash Stifler. No, but that's what I'm saying, though, is that, is that you know, there were people that didn't like Stifler when American Pie came out, like, oh, right. he's, he's too much, he's all this. Everybody knew that guy. Yes. Everybody knew a real person who fucking acted like that. Yes. All the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason people get offended with some of their characters on both sides mm-hmm. is they're too much. They're too accurate. <laughs> well, that that was what I know real white every, trash. <laughs> everybody knows that jackass and we don't like him. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to say. Actually, me and Aiden had this conversation when we were watching Hostel the other night. It's like, y- yeah, we're supposed to when we go into film, we want to have a certain we want to suspect spend belief a little bit but at the same time we do want it to be more realistic you know we don't nobody wants to sit and nitpick a movie the entire 90 minutes but for some reason when you give somebody something that's a little bit too close to life then they're like i don't like it it's too much it's over the top well, that- i but but yeah i know people that talk like this and the thing is it is my personal belief unless you're just super religious and we know people like that too we know people on both sides of it everyone talks talks like this. It's just that you don't talk about it in polite society. You talk like this privately, you know? I- <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I some of the people I work with, you hear you hear that shit while you're in the check-in room. Unless you're like me, in which case it's the exact opposite. Well, in private in private scenarios, I try to keep it to a minimum. Public scenarios where my parents aren't around, I'd well here's 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 a good example. Okay? Sailor on leave. There's a lot of homophobic speech and slurs in hostel, right? Yep. And every time you would hear one, you would cringe. Yep. Because you hate those words, and for good reason. Yep. Now, dad and I also aren't fans of it either. But we grew up in a time where everyone used them all the time because it wasn't... It was considered acceptable. Yes. At the time. And it wasn't. It's not acceptable. No, but, but society accepted it yes. in that time period. I would have been locked in federal prison. This was before kind of your generation came up and said, no, this is unacceptable and you shouldn't talk like this. Dad and I would have kids around that would call each other these names all the time or, or you know, um, mental 
I'm thinking of the R word right now. That was perfectly acceptable to say all the time. I still struggle with that one. You know, in particular, if I don't like something, I'm like, oh, this is so, you know, but I always catch myself now and go, oh gosh, stop doing that. Like, why can you not let go of that word? You know, but I know plenty of people that still to this day use it. Yeah. I like to uh, entirely keep myself to substitutes, um, like dumb shit, dipstick, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, or very creative insults. Um, you know, like you don't have someone, to say them. I know, but like telling someone <laughs> their brain is the size of a peanut. It yeah. makes for a much more useful conversation than, you know, that word. Yeah. So. yeah. so I don't know. I can watch those films and remind myself like watching MASH. I can remind myself that they are of their time and that, yes, it's funny or yes, I can I can appreciate I, I can separate the art from the artist and all that, all that stuff. But I also accept that not everyone can. Yeah. I remember we were watching MASH and it was when we had first started watching it. And there was a character that uh, Trapper and Pierce were having a conversation with in their tent and they called him by name. Uh-huh. And I went, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. And looked at you and you were like, uh-huh. <laughs> Did they just say, and then they said it again. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Did they really just, and then we're seeing the credits roll and I'm like, holy shit, that's his name. Yeah. They, they, they have him credited as. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. that's okay. So that's of its time, <laughs> I guess. Very. But I think we'll, when we, when we get into the film, we will discuss that probably in, in greater detail. But we're also going to be doing Beetlejuice. Yes, we are. So, so yes. Why don't we go ahead and give everybody the rundown for the month of November, by the way. We also do realize that we said we weren't going to have anything else for this month. Here we are because I miscounted how because many Sundays there were Sundays. in October. So, <laughs> yeah, I suck at life. But for the month of November, does anybody want to pull up how many Sundays there are in November so that I don't screw this up? Probably four. All right, let's. Typically, you would think because yeah, in October, no, sometimes four, there we are did five. We did trick or treat. Mm-hmm. We did. What else did we do? <laughs> we did All Hallows Eve. We yeah, did some four. movies. We did. The number of the days four. <laughs> yeah. Four. Anyway, wow. I'm just saying we covered four movies and <laughs> I didn't realize that we did. It's or I mean I I thought we had covered as many mm. as we needed to, and I'm like, okay, three movies, one pillow talk, we're good. No, as it turned out, we had five Sundays. So And for that, we thank you. Yeah. Do do we? No. Does anybody know how many Sundays are in November? Four. four. Okay. We just said that. Good. Did you miss the whole like yes, count? We did Sesame Street and I everything. Did. I did, I did. One. Anyway, two, so uh, uh, uh. I'm gonna hit That's you. That's racist. So <laughs> the schedule will go as follows. First, we're going to do Nightmare on Elm Street. Yay. 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 Because we have not covered that franchise at all. I've, I've been dodging that bullet for two years. You shouldn't because it was another one that was so beloved by your daughter. So anyway, um, second, we are going to be doing Hostel. Yay. Yay. Third, we are going to be doing Beetlejuice. Yay. <laughs> I and like that one. My fourth. <laughs> Fourth, we are going to be doing Hellraiser two. It will it it will be my mission to replace their copy of Beetlejuice with a really really low quality recording of Beetlejuice the musical. That was a thing. It was nice. (laughs) Did they sing the Banana Boat song? I don't. Maybe I don't know. I never actually like watched the full thing. It's like my favorite part of the movie. Oh my gosh! But next week officially beginning November and officially beginning our last month before we take a break. 
We'll see you back with, what did I say? Nightmare on Elm Street? Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Uh, but until then, I'm Ashley. I'm Travis. Thank you for, oh, are you hi, gonna, Are you going to let the rest and of us talk? I have been that, forgotten. <laughs> that, are you going to let the rest of us talk? I do not exist. I, yeah, dead to the world. You are a ghost writer. And I'm Aiden. <laughs> Thank you for coming back, Aiden. We have missed you. You're very welcome. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Pillow Talk. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. That's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. <laughs>